if the sequels had a show that was as groundbreaking as the story of Clone Wars, that I, then I think I would defend the sequels. Welcome to the very first episode of Pop Hyped, the pop culture podcast. Uh, my name is Mason Bell, and I will be joined moving forward unless they die of some kind of pandemic-level disease, which I don't even know what that's in reference like to. Like cancer. Or break their legs. I will be joined by... I mean, honestly, if my legs were broken, I'd still be able to chill here, so... <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Cade, and you will never know it whether or not my legs are broken this entire episode. <laughs> I will refuse to move them. <laughs> my name is Cody, and uh, uh, maybe my arms are broken. So. <laughs> hey, man, he just nope. refuses to move the entire you podcast. You as the viewer <laughs> are completely oblivious. Uh, my name is Bryson, and the only thing broken about me is my mind. Oh. So. oh. <laughs> one of JT, I've got a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say what I, I'm broken of. Uh, I, got a, I got a broken skeleton, literally. Like, my entire body is just, it's just shards. I, I just have a quick question. Do you guys remember when, when Good Mythical Morning was a good thing? Yeah, when you, it, was there a time when it was not a good when, thing? When, yeah, no, when did like, it become bad? <laughs> no, when it got all like politicized and like super like like okay when they, they make some dope songs. They okay, their songs are good, but like I I, I don't like their their current Rubs like bacon the, the, the way their current things. format. Their current format, it's weird. No, you're bur- yeah, no, you're no I, I still I still Rhett and Link are still <laughs> they're still great absolutely guys. Thank you, Kate. fantastic people. But um, ever since the season when they decided to do uh, shorter episodes uh, throughout the day. It just felt less like a podcast and more like it had become a YouTube show. I thought it was like a morning show. Like that, Sorry, that, that was their whole thing, right? It was a morning show. It was a morning show. Yeah, but the episode where one, Post Malone was on it, it was quality. That was quality. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, they just sort of uh, had to update to follow the YouTube algorithm. And that sadly has taken down the uh, home that I felt with them, at least. Should we should talk about this the topic? Off, off topic <laughs> should we talk about Star Wars? I'll, I'll, g- give me a second. There okay. was a time when Good Mythical Morning was completely like my jam. I watched it every single morning for like two years straight, and then like I eventually just dropped out because I was like, this is no longer worth my time. But um, I think we should talk about the, the actual thing that we're going to talk about. Okay, in today's, mon- in today's day and age of unnecessary movie sequels, it is rare to get a good one, but the most notable betrayals of source material and artistic vision goes to none other than Star Wars Episode Seven through Nine. While seven opened on a relative appeal, eight, The Last Jedi, was panned by fans yet loved by critics. Episode nine was better than eight, yet felt confusing and utterly missing the mark on what fans wanted. The movies in general felt rushed and over-cliched. The chasm that left that these movies created between the Hollywood elites and regular old Joes such as ourselves made people question the ideals of modern cinema. Today on Pop Hyped, we tackle the question of, are Star Wars sequels worse or better than the prequels? Both have little no respect from the fans, but one side advances the story of the Skywalkers, while one does not, and in some cases rewrites it. Welcome to Pop Hyped, episode one! Oh, yeah. This is so dope. I would say, I'd say, honestly... Oh, I supposed to stop? We're we're <laughs> no, we can just stop. Yeah. We can do that in podcast. I'd say we're honestly arguing whether or not which one is less worse than the other. <laughs> we're not really talking you know, about which fair. one's which one's better. It, there's there's one episode out of all six of those episodes that doesn't suck. Oh, episode that, one. Well, hold right? on, which we should one? all we should all say we should all no, say it, which one it is at the same count. Okay, one, one, two, two three. three. Episode, episode three. three. 
Thank you. Yeah, okay, okay. I said I one. I said the name. I said one. Can you the name this time? Ready? One, two, three. Revenge, Revenge of, of the Sith. Sith. What is it? Three. Okay. Freaking. Okay. I'm like the. <laughs> this is. Okay. This is for the, all you guys who are viewing. I, I'm representing you, the casual Star Wars fan who has maybe a Star Wars t shirt, has at least seen the movies a couple times. Not quite sure the names according to the numbers. <laughs> uh, that, that's going to be my perspective. We, we have a whole array of uh, Star Wars perspectives. I. I represent the, the group of people who like sci-fi and but still like Star Trek <laughs> significantly more. Uh, I represent me, and that's probably all you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, I represent like the hardcore diehard fans who he literally brought books, brought An entire all, box. Brought all of my uh, books that were all printed before the prequels were out. For those you of know, you who aren't listening when, on visual, there is Bryson is holding his Star Wars book at the moment. Oh. Next to an entire box. Of them. Uh, yeah, 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 there's a box. And I am the hardcore casual, not hardcore casual. Wow, I am the hardcore Star Wars fan that had to buy his own books, and so the only one I've got is Darth Plagueis the Wise sitting in my drawer at home. We I remember. That. Wait, did somebody buy that for you? Yeah. <laughs> so no, I didn't buy it. <laughs> yeah, but you can was... also quote the whole high ground scene from. That is fair. Dude. I can quote. Oh, I think like, everyone the can quote the high ground three. scene just because of TikTok. Um, which, by the way. Is not getting banned anymore. Frick! Uh, <laughs> I'm all okay with it because they were going to take Rocket League down with it. So oh, that's yeah, fine. that makes sense. Yeah, well, because they worked yeah. out a deal. But right. um, I, I'm going to start. I'm going to go out and say it. Uh, me personally, I see. I think that uh, that the sequels are significantly worse than the prequels. I would strongly disagree. But I can. But okay. But. We can all agree on the superiority oh. of the original trilogy. Oh, yes. oh yeah, we're not even going to talk about that. It, it was well. I think I think that's our reference point of yeah. Um, as far as story goes, that that is our reference point for uh, what we're considering good and bad. And, well, okay, no, 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 no. I think four, five, and six are better movies, but I think one, two, and three had a better story. Are you kidding me? I don't agree with that whatsoever. <laughs> you don't have to agree. <laughs> okay, I'm I not think wrong. that the reason that um that the prequels have a good story is because of the original trilogy and the fact that it explains the original trilogy and gives it so much more depth. But, I, I, but I think that the prequels by themselves wouldn't be as good as the original trilogy. I still think they're a great story well, by themselves because George Lucas, when he was making them, didn't care whether or not you liked the movie. He just wanted to tell his story. Well, that and that, and that's the reason that, that, that people view them as bad is because he was... <laughs> is because he didn't... He, he had... Unlimited money, and he had no one to tell him no. Unlimited? Imagine. No, dude, the production budget? <laughs> what's the Hold on. I'm lo- I'm lo- what's the production budget for Phantom Menace? I'm looking More than four, five, and six combined. <clears throat> yeah. Really? Well, yeah. no, see, so Jeez. this is the entire thing. Um, So four, Wait, five, and six were so access. groundbreaking because they visually were more stunning than any other movie that was coming out at the time. Oh, for Literally sure. for, for, like, a few, almost a few decades to come, there was nothing that it was 115 million dollars. Really 115 million. 115 million. The Return of the Jedi was 32. All my COD zombies fans out there. The original was 11, and uh, Empire Strikes Back was 18. So it was significantly more than the first movies combined. Yeah. But you also have to account for inflation. But um, so I think <laughs> sure. So That's I'm fair. I'm defending the point that um, the reason why we see the prequels as better. Than the sequels is mm. because well I mean they were our childhood we grew up with them that's it, fair it's it's yeah. something that's called the baby duck syndrome um you get used to something uh, because you spent more time in it like most people don't like new iOSs uh, or new ways that things look uh, when it first comes out right like everybody had a 
huge debate over the Instagram look when they changed it from the Polaroid look to the to new... The, to the weird, like, to, yeah, logo that is now. Like, I remember that. Like white yeah, I remember in middle yeah. school, so, people, like, throwing, like, their yeah. phones because of it. Yeah, people were, <laughs> people were pissed. Yeah. And, um... Or when, when they added, when they added stories. Yeah, or when they added stories. Oh, my gosh, Instagram's just trying to be, like, Snapchat. Dude, that was every girl for, like, <laughs> How did you do that with your voice? So that funny. was crazy. It was hilarious. <laughs> but, you need to teach me how to do that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, for the original Star Wars fans... They were expecting content like what they had been given between then and when the first movie was coming out. Like, yeah, most of the content that had been released after episode six was books that took place after, um, after the mm. OT. Yeah. Those books are canon, right? No, some of them. all these are Not now all. considered legends. That's true. Yeah. Oh, was that was that was that new wave or was that Attack of the Disney? So is that it was, was that Disney or is that George Lucas? <laughs> it it was Future it, it was Disney, but um, this is what they were going after, which is why Disney decided to. Bryson is holding on, his books right now, which is why they decided to go after this because they wanted to uh, recaptivate this audience that they lost in the prequels. Uh, people really like. They barely knew about the uh, Clone Wars at all. Mm-hmm. Here, this book, right? Well, because the Clone Wars was mentioned one time in episode They were kids. It aired on Cartoon Network for the first Here's seven the seasons. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If the sequels had a show that was as groundbreaking as the story of Clone Wars, that I, then I think I would defend the sequels. Oh, as you being mean better. like Forces of Destiny? But I think that all of us agree that that okay. I don't even know. It's it's their attempt at it. Oh really? Yeah. Except it goes all across, like pretty much all, like all the um, eras. But like a lot of it was. It's more like some of it's actually kind of. It doesn't even even make sense in terms of like modern. Oh, how do I say this? It doesn't. It doesn't even make sense in terms of like how the story went. So like. Wasn't the whole like what didn't George Lucas say? Obviously, I know that the sequels were written were made by a different company, but George Lucas said like it, it was it's like a it's like a poem, right? It falls mm. like a same. It rhymes. It, it mm-hmm. rhymes. So it doesn't make any sense when there's a completely different story. Which you can argue that okay, Palpatine was always woven into the idea of the Skywalker, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, I felt like when when like the ending of Episode Nine, when she's like Ray Skywalker, and she like is all like talks to the random dude on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I felt like J.J. Uh, Abrams didn't tell anybody that he was making her a Palpatine and like they had already print- printed the start, the Skywalker saga, like logos on like all the boxes of the boxes of yeah. the movie. You know and what? he's just like, hey, y- y- you need to tie this up because we've already spent so much money on like branding. So you really need to fix this. Yeah. Well, so you like, know what Skywalker. the plan was actually? What? They didn't know what the story was going to be yeah. up until they made episode nine. They were Daisy like, "Oh, Ridley she said in a podcast yeah, just the other day." And that... didn't John Boyega say that too? He was like, "He was like, yeah, they had John no Boyega idea." Has his yeah, own but fits with this. But that was because of all the infighting that happened within the company because of Kathleen Kennedy. Too. I mean, uh, I think we can all say Kathleen Kennedy is the root of all the problems that we're facing. That that's okay. Yeah. Either okay, we can put a lot of blame to her, and I, I mean, think I that think there society is like honestly is the root of problems that we're facing. I mean, my society, society, of course. <laughs> but, you know, we still live in one. But, but like, you know, like, <laughs> no, the human I think, I think we, we could possibly be missing the mind. The reason that Kathleen Kennedy has not been, like, completely fired yet for butchering it is because, one, we are probably missing something. Or, two, she's not as bad as everyone thinks, necessarily, I guess. 
I think she is. I think though. I think I, that's <laughs> that's what I think too. But people said that she was. Like, I think there's just was, something missing with the company that we just don't know. about. She's a fantastic businesswoman. People Technic- said that she was fair. still like yeah. even she was still like terrible even when she was like working on Jurassic Park with like, Steven Spielberg. Like, people yeah. said she was still just bad. But the like, thing she's is, not good. But she's, Jurassic Park was amazing. She was still, a production assistant. Dr- Steven Spielberg directed it. She had no creative say whatsoever. She oh, like did all yeah, the business I, stuff and he did all the creative stuff. Oh, she's been making the company more money off Star Wars than it has like ever before than okay. all the prequels, all the original trilogy. She's a fantastic businesswoman. She knows what to push and where to push it. She just doesn't know uh, what to say. Yeah, I'd say she's doing uh, a, an exquisite okay. job at her job, but I just I just yeah. don't want her to be doing her job. She's <laughs> she's <laughs> infected the just, uh, yeah. This entire trilogy has just been suffering from. Uh, the creatives not being able to use their full creativity. Like, um, the reason why J.J. Abrams didn't uh, continue on and direct episode eight is because he was sort of like, hey, I have other stuff that I can go film. I'm, a like, an A-list director. I sort of want more money to film your entire saga if you want it to be good, if you want it to follow my vision. And... I'm just saying, episode seven probably was the best out of the sequel trilogy. No doubt about that. Yeah, yeah that, like that was pe- sure. people gave it crap for. I'd say the whole, seven, it was seven or nine. Bigger, it was just bigger. That's seven sorry. or nine are pretty high up there. You know, yeah. Yeah. Eight, yeah, eight, eight. So I can say with full absolute sincerity that um, seven is just a ripoff of of of. Of episode four, four. I, I would say yeah, rip- is, like, I'd say remake. Well, you said though, you said though that George Lucas wanted to be like a poem. Yeah, it so well, yeah, but I mean, it, it, rhythm, a poem, a poem doesn't relapse, and it, 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 a Disney poem doesn't trying to repeat be a the same safe. line for no reason than to do repeat it rhymes, the same line. Though it rhymes. So I, <laughs> so I definitely think that in order to answer this question accurately, we have to, I guess, objectively go through what was good and what was bad with both of them. I think the sequels. Cinematography wise, oh, we're way oh beautiful, w- us out absolutely beautiful. outstanding. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. I think the completely CGI of the prequels is far <laughs> superior. <laughs> just hear me out. Practical effects are kind of overrated. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. So, just kidding. I agree. Tones, that, I'm not gonna lie. Um, what's called the whole mood and tone of the sequels. Um, really, re- really, really hit more close to home to the original trilogy than the, than the prequels did, and it had that more uh that I I guess that dark overtone that the um. Not exactly dark, but more like uh, more like sharp, more more mm. rugged. That yeah. the uh, um, yeah, a lot more rugged. Yeah, yeah what's called? Yeah. I would um, agree, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, it was not as uniform because there you weren't a part of the republic. You were finding these small, insignificant people who ended up having big repercussions. That's the entire yeah. point of the original trilogy, showing that this farm boy can save the universe. Wasn't the whole point? It's just like the the whole point was like, hey, anyone can be anything as long as they try. Like that, you you don't have to like. It, it it's inspirational. Anyone can be anything as long as you try hard enough and find the right cause. And your last name is Palpatine. That's also or your true. last name. Yeah, is you Skywalker. have to have. Yeah. As long as you or have you, enough, or like, you have the ability to like you know do this with your hand like, and suddenly things move. You can be anything you want. As long pro- as the universe has chosen you in direct proportion you. to the amount of midichlorians in your blood. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, or in your soul or whatever. No, one of the th- things that I found really interesting is at least talking with the. Uh, people who watched the original trilogy growing up, like who were there when those movies were released. Uh, at least when I've talked to them, a lot of them have 
really enjoyed the sequels in comparison to the prequels because it followed more of what they were looking for. They were looking for more of Luke, Leia, and Han. Mm-hmm. They were looking for those stories to be continued and sort of anything that they could take of that was awesome. Yeah, Us people who grew up with the prequels, we were looking for stuff more like universe stuff, whereas they were just wanting a good story. Are, but are we are we separating casual fans from like fans fans like like, like people that will go to I the think convention fans are fans. Dress up. i don't know are, are we are we talking about like stuff i'd say like i'm saying that I've met i'm not saying the two dif- i'm not saying the two different groups but i'm saying like 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 when you specifically say that who are you who are you talking about i'm, I'm saying i've met both you met both i've met both i okay. feel like if you're not a fan of a movie it like like if you're not like a like a religious fan of a movie like if, I'm not saying if it discredits you think your the opinion, movie is but good, I'm saying... If you think the movie's good, it's probably still a good movie. Like, you not being a fan is not going to make it a... Like, uh... It's not going to make an it a bad movie. Bad However, movie, yeah. on the flip side of that, if you are not a fan of the movie and you come out of the movie and you say, this is a bad movie, then there is possible discredit of your, like, opinion on that. Like, because if, like, you mm-hmm. go into a movie, you're not really a fan, you don't know the existing lore, or you don't know, like, you're not actually... You just kind of half watch the movie, and you're like, "Yeah, that movie sucked." And people well, are gonna be like, "Yeah, you're well, making an informed opinion." Yeah, right? exactly. People yeah. are gonna be like, yeah, "Okay, buddy, <laughs> yeah. nobody cares." Okay. Yeah, I mean, objectively, like I've talked to people who episode eight was the first movie that they had seen. Seriously, seriously, and I'm not gonna. Ew. That's a bad place to start. But <laughs> the thing is, in relation they enjoyed to the rest it. of the movie, okay, yes, yes, okay. But I think the main, the main complaint with episode eight was that. Overall, was that it just didn't conf- it, 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 it didn't make it, any sense in the universe. The it puzzle, was a, yeah. if it was a standalone movie, sure, it's fine. Be- visual effects, beautiful. Uh, it was funny at moments when Luke does like the whole like like force hologram thing and like wipes it off, and, wipes like, off his shoulder. Yeah, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like in terms of, I think the reason that people were upset about it was because it just like rewrote a ton of history. Yeah, no, uh, it was almost like a puzzle piece that they just sort of hammered into place. It yeah, it was like they, they were trying to yeah. they were trying to shove a, a a square a square into a a circle hole Here. whatever yeah. that analogy is a, a circle I, square a peg into a circle hole. That's I, have a good, I have a good question because we talked a lot about it how it doesn't really fit with the uh, like mm-hmm. it doesn't really flow it's kind of choppy obviously even though the like cody said the mood and tone is pretty consistent with the original trilogy and obviously the cinematography is incredible mm-hmm. here's, here's my question that i was i was thinking on the way here the the romantic story arc which one? <laughs> both is, of them sucked. I know. Balls. I know. Star Wars I know. has never gotten lover. I don't think. Hey, that's something Star Wars and I have in common. So, is, uh, yeah, but then you find out they like, hate each other, and I'm like, what the so frick? Here's, you have they don't hate each other. And, just and, and, he felt bad, and I'll outline it even more clearly too. So we have in the prequels, we have Anakin and, and Padme. Whatever you can call it a love story arc, I wouldn't you even. Can, call isn't it she like that. twelve years older than him? No, they're it's actually only, only like five seven. years, then, like five or seven. And then, they're only five years apart. Yeah, and then in the prequel, in the sequels, she's like me, fifteen. You have two 14. love story arcs. You have you actually have kind of like three. You have Finn and Ray, which you kind of think is supposed to happen, but never does. And it's actually and you have Ray Finn and Rose question mark. I don't like. It was just kind of like. Well, I don't know how to classify. They seemed like good friends at the end of night. I, yeah, I don't know how to yeah. classify. I don't know how <laughs> it to was classify. Like, she was the girl who's pandering after him, and he was just like, "Okay, okay, buddy." Well, yeah. Isn't there a bunch of, like fan fiction? And then about you them have both, like being, and, yeah, yeah. None let's of that. not get into that. <laughs> and then you have uh, on the third Finn side, and Poe. you have pretty much. You have Ray. You have Ray and, and Kylo, Kylo Ren. Which uh, it's just, no one saw coming. Which is just a prime example yeah. of a toxic proximity relationship. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not to mention Finn and like 
that one uh like chick at the end of like nine that they find um on the planet that was also like yeah. based they, on hold on they kind of alluded to like them being oh, yeah. like uh sister or brother and sister uh with Lando especially that kind of makes it worse I'm I know not gonna lie. I know but that <laughs> oh, would okay. be that's that like, would Luke be like Star Wars did it twice now Luke and Leia kissed and then uh no one really cares anymore <laughs> yeah that would be poetically rhyming if <laughs> <laughs> I guess so alright what's well, called oh, so poet. we've talked we, about how what the a, what um, a time <laughs> alright so we've talked about how the sequels well like basically what they got right cinematography wise but I think one of their main flaws that we can attribute all the other bad things to is that they tried to cram so much information into yeah. episode 9 so in, 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 little story what's called into A um uh, the whole trilogy um 7 what's called uh and because there was no clear vision from beginning to the end in the entire thing, we see so many main characters that are just either are involved in so many storylines or are just tossed to the side. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Finn. Finn, Finn, you know, Finn uh, that's, I have my notes too. Yeah, yeah, I will never called. forgive the underuse of Finn. So he, so he made a good Star Wars Battlefront 2 ad though. Yeah. And so basically, <laughs> <Got that right. laughs> basically for seven, we see Finn as one of the main characters and that's kind of the person that we're following. And he, he wields a lightsaber for most of the film. But for eight and nine, he's literally just tossed to the side as just this mm-hmm. character that, like, mm-hmm. it totally. Even though he was the he was like the main role in um yeah. in, in that. And was then it, um, well, didn't everyone think he was gonna be the new Jedi? That, yeah, that, that, that was the whole point, right? And then you find out it's they Ray. alluded to that at the end of nine too. Remember when like they were falling in the sand and he goes Ray. Ray, I need to tell you something. I never told, and then he gets swallowed by the sand. Oh, yeah, we never oh. found. We never yeah. found that out. So that yeah. was that no. was kind of my thing about the original, the love story arc. Because me as a as a basic movie watcher, I, I do think more towards the, the side of like the relationship of the characters, and I was definitely like that's like a classic thing. They set it up so well in seven. Like Ray's like too cool for Finn, and Finn's like kind of dorky, but he really likes Ray. But then like, and then then she's supposed to like realize that he's like a cool guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's called? I, I think because that's... Finn didn't have like uh, because all of a sudden they robbed Finn of the weight of his character. Now mm-hmm. all of the eighty-seven love interests that he had, <laughs> uh, like like, what's called instantly, his entire character arc becomes meaningless because we don't feel any connection to his character because we see him for a little bit and you know he's wielding lightsaber. He's this really cool person, and then Kylo Ren tosses him aside, and Ray picks up the lightsaber for the rest of the trilogy. Exactly. Um, and all of a sudden, Ray is this main character where. If we're being honest, Ray Ray never really got that good at being a Jedi. She kind of sucked for the majority of 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 like she like the trilogy. You know, the yeah the the, the the entire trilogy. She never had a moment where Ray quote unquote unlocks her potential and suddenly understands herself in the Force and is able to do like this awesome action scene. Where okay, also the action scene in eight. That whole last fight scene say, was horrible. Don't you mean when it was? What do you mean? She totally discovered herself when she accidentally killed the Supreme Emperor Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> that and um. Okay, but we can all agree that the freaking running, ramming the ship at light speed was the sickest thing. That ever. was that, cool. That, that is was, the best <laughs> thing about episode eight. Films have been visually, visually beautiful. They have beautiful oh, visual so effects. Good. I but, think all of us agree with that. Yeah. Um. No, I really agree with uh, you, Cody. Uh, I think that what they were trying to do uh, was show something that we don't really get to see much in any of the Star Wars movies that is re- actually really heavily focused on in the Legends is she was not meant to be a Jedi. She's meant to be a gray Jedi. Who, Rey? Uh, yeah. Okay, so sure. um, they actually follow a completely different uh, code. They, uh, Whereas Jedis don't allow their emotions to take hold of them, That's was that was Anakin's main flaw. 
um, gray Jedis are able to use that, but not let it overtake them, not let that passion overtake them as the Sith use. The Sith say, like, uh, passion leads to strength, which leads to power, which leads to domination. Uh, whereas the gray Jedi, their entire uh, point is to just channel that into being at equilibrium at peace. Is there a more... A popular example of that for those who aren't isn't Qui-Gon, Mace Windu? Uh, no, Qui Gon Jinn. What's called? Just talking a little bit more about um Ray as a character, because first of all, we um obviously there wasn't a whole lot of planning out for her character, Mm-mm. but um yeah, she she was following that gray I guess storyline, but she never um like what's called she 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 never became a strong character. She always felt like a weak character, but yeah, she was surrounded by so much plot armor. That uh, that like that. Yeah. We always knew she would come out on top. We always knew that she would always be okay because uh, what's it called because she was the main character and that had to happen. Not to mention with uh her being a Palpatine and everything, throughout the entire trilogy, um, oh the um the director's always alluding to her being I guess like you know like connected. What what's it called yeah and what's it called coming a Sith and going with the dark side oh, and, yeah. and and uh in and in episode nine we even see. We see a Sith version of Rey, mm-hmm. and but the thing is, the only thing that were where Rey ever ever struggles with that at all is when she, you know, um, uh, shocks uh, when, when, when she accidentally uses Force lightning, which you know, it's like whoa, that, that was, was a awesome. dope scene. Not gonna it, lie, yeah, but. The, that's a sick scene. But uh, the whole weight behind that entire like the consequence of her accidentally falling to the dark side was that she killed Chewie. Yeah, right? yeah. and so. 30 seconds later, we find out Chewie's she's alive. Dead, and yeah. so, they, 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 and which, so, which could have been explored so much. You could have had that weight and like had that character throughout the story. And then you find out Chewie's alive like 20, 30 minutes later. Yeah. And that so, so much better. what's it called? And so, Ray, all of a sudden, the whole consequence of her fighting with the dark side. Yeah. Now, um, now, now, yes, she's fighting for the dark side. But why is that a problem? Because, uh, because the, the trilogy, like, you know, it's constantly alluding to her struggling with the dark side. But there's never actually a real consequence. We think there's one when Chewie supposedly dies, but um, but then that consequence and the weight of her struggling with the dark side is taken away, and now her being a Palpatine doesn't really make sense because um, uh, what's it called? Because even though she struggled with the dark side this entire time, it never had any weight behind it, and she mm-hmm. never actually had to deal with that problem. Yeah. Because by the end of the trilogy, she like she we 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 haven't resolved that problem at all and it was just forgotten about that's yeah. my- i think i think the single best story decision of all the entirety of the sequels was when they said ray's parents were no one i yeah, think i, I think like i thought i was like and then the the fallback on the save of like oh is her grandfather like that no that's bs i think the fact that she was no one made her such an interesting character that's true mm-hmm. and, i think but now she's just like oh she's just that another one, character that, that came from right. this i think that everybody like, ah. think Thinks That's that true. It's just it's so annoying that she is so naturally good at everything, and you, whether you spark that to being yeah, a she has scene, so much plot armor, or yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it's like it's like she she is there to be, she is there <laughs> same thing. Like like she she never had yeah like Cody said she never she never had to deal with the struggle she never had to deal with anything that relates to her going to the position of a Jedi. She's just naturally good at like she just force lightning. Whoa, crazy! Can she can do force lightning without it with just by getting angry? Now I, now I'm not saying that. That necessarily is lore because we've never really seen how the Force lightning develops outside of the comics. But I mean, 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying that there's so much training and strategy that, that she needed to learn that just came to her so naturally. It kind of made me upset because I'm like, there is no hero's journey. There is no, she like, never had a struggle. Oh, she never had a struggle. There was no conflict, yeah. but, but I mean, it was always did there. It, did it not come to Luke that easily? I mean, like Luke trained for Luke trained for an entire like movie. One montage. He went through like one montage. <laughs> but she Ray didn't. She went spent the entire movie of okay, well, episode eight fuck. on that Island with Luke. He he did an entire montage and then immediately lost the fight he went to though. Yeah, that I'm. That's why I'm saying that yeah. it's better. You're right. Yeah, it's I'm that saying Luke that Luke had struggles. Yeah, he, Luke had the yeah, struggle. Luke had struggles. And then he but, went back. And but then Luke, the thing after is, after the movie he, went back to Dagobah, but still struggled never, a whole bunch, and then struggled even more after that, and almost lost the fight uh, after that. But too. then did Luke even really train her? She kind of just cut a rock. That's all she really did on that island. Well, did we see all of Luke's training with Yoda? But she learned we didn't see to... every little bit. I know, but we at least saw Yoda training him. And, we... and then, and, and then he, he, and then, but by, by the end of episode seven, you no, sorry, six, you see significant change in him. Like in the beginning, when he's going to Jabba the Hutt, you see that he's completely tapped into energy. Whether or not he's chained more, he. But th- th- there's no reveal of actually what happens. Ray just doesn't have any. I'd say mm-hmm. that there was immense training. And milking whatever those fat, <laughs> ugly. Can you please stop this? Whatever. I think this I think we says. are getting. I think we're only talking about the sequels right now. We haven't really said much about the prequels. Well, I. We should. So the do prequels. That. Here's what I'll say. Like I was going back to the original romantic uh, story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really hard to talk about the prequels without talking about the Clone Wars because the yeah. story. Of the Clone Wars is weaved so heavily into the prequels is mm-hmm. literally the saving grace of Anakin, if of Anakin, uh, yeah. and so it shows. I actually really like, enjoyed you could, Anakin. You in talk about three. like the biggest thing that the Clone Wars does for the movie is it helps bring along the storyline and of Anakin's descent and just like the issues that he faced. That you know, because Obi Wan isn't supposed to be his like mentors. You know, it's supposed to be Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, is supposed to be like more of a father figure for him, but mm. Qui Gon obviously ends up dying. Yep. And so and then he Obi-Wan, says, you train, you train the boy. Obi Wan ends up being more like a kind of a Big brother. Like brother. he just, yep. yeah. And so Liam Neeson plays um, Qui Gon Jinn, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so there's that obviously that the Clone Wars brings to it, but I think another significant part is that it makes the whole Anakin and Padme thing not so horrible and painful to watch. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. You know, like, because Anakin's, like, a really respectable, like, guy in the beginning of the Clone Wars and in the beginning of his, like, character story. And he's just, like, I mean, sure, he's a little bit out there and, like, he's a little bit, like, a rule bender and, like, he's just kind of a free thinker. But, like, he's not, like, you know, the Clone Wars kind of shows, again, his decline and how that, like, affects their relationship, like, slowly. Mm -hmm. It slowly becomes farther and farther apart, which I think is just was really cool and is like way better than any of the storylines that uh obviously uh the sequels were able to crank out in that particular like mm. uh area. Even without the the Clone Wars TV show, I still think episode three was fantastic. Episode and three is great. Say, episode three. Episode say what yeah. you want about like Hayden Christensen's acting in that. I think he actually did really good because only in three though. Only in three. Episode two was No, the, I would say the I would dialogue say he did pretty well in episode in was, episode one. Yeah, the writing was tough. That was it, not Hayden Christensen's definitely had better dialogue. I'm yeah. Se- by yeah. Sequels we can all agree had much better dialogue. It's just the fact that what the dialogue was talking about was bad. Yeah, the overall storyline <laughs> of the sequels was far worse than the storyline of the prequels. Mm. But the prequel scripting uh, and dialogue was just 
absolutely horrendous. Yeah, what's yeah. called for the it purpose was, of a smooth transition. Sorry, I totally cut you off, but um, I think uh, I think how Ray had so much plot armor. I absolutely love how in the prequels. Absolutely nobody, nobody had any has plot any plot armor. armor. There's people dying everywhere. Called? Every single movie, like the like, well, almost what's called. So pretty much almost every single movie, the main the main, character, main character and dies. the main villain both die. Yeah, and so what's called? <laughs> Darth Maul, so, all, slice uh, yeah. Qui Gon shit. Yeah, what's called? Qui Gon's dead. Darth Maul is dead, and just like all of these main characters in the prequels. And uh, well, I mean, obviously Darth Maul isn't dead, but you know what's called. Oh, but, well, uh, watch the Clone Wars. Yeah, watch the Clone Wars. What's called? But uh, but in each of the movies, all of these main puzzle puzzle pieces and all of the movies, they all get killed off one after and one after the other uh. because they have zero plot armor and because they have to because it, they're they don't appear in the sequels mm-hmm. and because that's what makes sense in the story. And so because of that, these like the the characters who struggled. They just died, which <laughs> w- w- which which was kind of awesome because it actually showed that like that there like, are consequences. It, it, yeah, yeah. What's called there are consequences. Life it, isn't fair. Yeah, and it got rid of the trope that the main characters always um, get everything handed to them. Yeah, as it's uh, like what's um, called, which is what we saw um, with Ray as she just got. Yeah, um, it's, like, it's like Barb in Stranger Things. And I know it's kind of like like like, but like the whole point, the Duffer Brothers kind of revealed that the whole point of, of Barb as a character was to point out that life isn't fair. Sometimes yeah. stuff is uh, not yeah. going to happen and it's it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. Not it's not going to, you know, n- it's not going to have any consequence to the rest of people's lives, but it isn't fair. It's going to suck. That was like episode 2 or 3. Huh? It was or 3, was I'm pretty sure. That was episode yeah, 3. It was, it was four three. when we it, episode 4 starts off with her in the upside down. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought the, I just, thought episode oh. four starts out with her. It, this is besides the point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Need to get into what, what actually she happened. dies oh, yeah. at the she end gets of like episode snatched. two. It's in the beginning of episode three that she's and oh, isn't like they show her with all like the yeah like stuff and stuff. coming out of her mm-hmm. mouth and stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, no. Um, I think again, it's a huge issue because of the whole trade-offs between um who was writing what, who was directing what, and they weren't able to get a solid yeah. story down. George Lucas was able to get a solid story down for the prequels because it was all in his head. It was yeah. all his creation. I, well, yeah, exactly. I think one if one vision. person directed the sequel trilogies, it would be far better than I the I think prequels. if J.J. Abrams had just been like, yeah. hi, I'm going to hold on to this, then yeah. Which, I mean, it is his sort of on him for saying, hey, I want more money. But, I mean, you're sort of allowed to do that. It's Disney. They can pay... Basically, whatever you ask. Yeah, for. I mean, like as much as I like, asked for twenty billion dollars. I mean, pay me as a director, as please. Much, yeah, as much as I like Star Wars, I do. I do like money. <laughs> and I think. I think as J- much as I like Star Wars. I like money more. I think that J.J. Abrams might uh, be be on the same page with me on that. Was he a Trekkie? I mean, whoa, was he, he directed Star Trek movies? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. What's the what's what's like the Star Wars like fandom name? Like there's Trekkies, Star Wars fans. Yeah, we're just Star Wars fans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say Star Wars fans, yeah. Star Warians, Star Wars. Don't ever say that again. Yeah, it was called. If J.J. Abrams had directed all of it, then all like all of the character de- development would actually have weight and actually come to like not having static characters. It's like the and Harry then, Potter um, movies, and then and, and then uh, and then Episode Nine would have such a better way of wrapping up the uh, the uh, the the entire trilogy because just the conclusion felt so out of place. Like there was so many things that they put into that trilogy and then had to kind of give like 
answers that really weren't didn't have a lot of thought put into it because they had to wrap it up somehow because eight went a completely different vision than seven was going and so nine had to then somehow come up with a new explanation for yeah, how those two the, tried to relate mm, to each other yeah, tied the ends together and it it didn't work out for them i have a i have another question okay so uh, another topic Ask it, my of, dad. Uh, of, uh, They're only five years apart. Gosh. Of comparison. <laughs> 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 yeah. Are you an angel? <laughs> oh, are you an angel? <laughs> when you fell from uh, heaven, did it hurt? Uh, yeah. uh, so middle school I think pickup lines. What I think of if you were a booger, I'd is kind of first. kind of a unique perspective. Hopefully, not to pat myself on the back. Um, but uh, you want a sticker? Yeah, I do a, want a sticker. How about a gold star? <laughs> get, get out of this room right now. Don't come back till you find me a sticker. <laughs> okay, so I I think of I correct me if I'm if I'm if I'm wrong. You are the the scene. We just cut this out if I'm totally wrong. The, uh, I'm not. The going scene to, with so. the three like beasts, like the praying mantis. Is that in the original? Is that in the prequels? That's episode two. I know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Okay, okay. In the okay. arena. And like the yeah, giant the arena. arena. Okay, so so the question. So my question stands then. D- is the non are the non-human characters or slash non-human creatures uh, like of the Star Wars universe better portrayed in the in the prequels or are they better portrayed in the sequels? Because uh, I can't think of a lot of instances apart from the. Epic, By the way, epic I've, scene I've been, where we I've get hit that camera so many times. I've turned on and off this camera so many times. <laughs> Yeah, Their I camera keeps I dying. I, th- I you, think the prequels was a lot better. I think you should wait, keep elaborating on your question. Can you yeah. please I was just repeat gonna, so, your question? Yeah, so the question overall is, is the non-human creatures uh, better in the prequels or, or better in the sequels? Now, by that, do you mean like non-human creatures in general or do you mean the humanoid aliens? The so creatures? the non-humanoid Okay, so more like creatures. the beastly kind of. Yeah, things. the beastly. Like the Honestly, beastly creatures. I think the prequels does both better. Uh, yeah. Mm, well, that can... That can also be a fault in the sense where they tried to use too much CGI. But the thing is, that entire universe was filled with characters that weren't humans with makeup on them. Well, mm-hmm. we talk about CGI. Okay, mm. every 2000s movie had an exorbitant amount of t- CGI because it was such a new technology. And well, like everyone's for, like, let's blow our money on the CGI. For the prequels, except for some of them did it really Jar Jar, well. So Jar Jar well, Binks. Yes, but like, think about a space movie. You have it so much. I know I just said Jar Jar Binks. Now people are looking at me. Um, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Regardless of how bad you of a character you think he is, yeah, the Sith Lord Jar Jar. Misa uh, want the want the cookie. Misa, Misa want the cookie. Mason, Mason, don't ever say that again. <laughs> um, uh, despite like w- what kind of a character he was, that was like one of the very first times that um, visually you had an actor stand there for a character uh, the, for a completely CGI character, like motion capture. Yeah, well, it for wasn't sure. necessarily motion capture. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was motion was. capture. And so it was one of the first instances that we saw of that. And so, <laughs> so it did have. Um, um, innovation in that area where it was like the, one of the very first movies they really ever do that. Now, the kind of character he is is a completely different topic, but the movie did innovate mm-hmm. visually and with the technology it was using. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. I think that Star Wars, we we give the we give we give Star Wars a lot of crap. I think all of us do. Um, like everyone in the fandom, like even even no the one original, hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. E- e- even the original trilogy, we give Star Wars some crap for. Um, and we like we were obviously making fun of the whole like Luke Luke Leia thing. It, it's well, weird. Who's going to station to pick us some power converters? <laughs> what do you mean? Who does? <laughs> no, but, like, but like, but <laughs> like, 
I was gonna say who. I was just gonna say who doesn't want to kiss their sister. But we give the everything a lot of crap. But I mean, Star Wars. When you think about it, it advanced just everything overall. Like even mm-hmm. even the sequels have Fox. advanced cinematography and have advanced motion capture effects of advanced things so drastically. Mm. I wouldn't really agree a, with that. You wouldn't? <laughs> I wouldn't I agree with that okay. And what's called, I think that, um, I, <laughs> and so actually I have it in my notes. The, the original trilogy pioneered so much technology mm. and the prequels did as well. And so in this conversation of the prequels or sequels, um, uh, what's called, the prequels innovated so so much when it comes to film and cgi and practical effects and uh well not necessarily practical effects but just um visual effects and cinematography and the sequels were just kind of a carbon copy of other actors. they were very safe what's very they were very safe with everything and they didn't pioneer any new technologies when the where the, the other two trilogies absolutely were some of the first instances that we've seen new film technology and new effect technology being put into use. Yeah, but, I think... But we got Ben Swallow. Obviously, you have the modern cinematography where, like, obviously those very cinematic, like, Lord of the Rings-esque, Marvel-esque shots where you have these big... You see, especially in Episode Nine, are obviously and there. slow motion. And those are obviously always cool and everything. But especially with the, the characters... Um, there was nothing a lot tried there. Like you can even go back to the like the original Yeti scene. Um, from the well, I guess that's from episode the, uh, five. That's from episode five. Yep. So never mind about that. But <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, the even in the you can include the, the the originals too. In this, the even in when they had a time where they're obviously the technology was way worse. They were still able to create these larger than life characters. Uh, obviously, the the mm. Colosseum. Uh, scene is awesome with oh, the, absolutely with the beasts and everything. It's, it's glorious. Uh, it's this. like really suspenseful, you know. And you know, like I said, even though it's in the originals, you have Yeti. The Yeti uh, job of the hut is obviously awesome. Um, CG in the new version of Episode Four, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Which, that also, looked a little weird. Han yeah, shot. Well, sorry, Han shot first. Yeah, Greedo is an amazing like character. Uh, as far, just like visually, mm-hmm. wasn't so, Greedo a costume? Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. He was. So you yeah. have all yeah. these unique. It's 1977. They they, they didn't they have, have know what to do with the computer. <laughs> yeah, <We laughs> love a computer was literally just like green text on a screen. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure yeah, they didn't have it was like a green yet. It was like war games up in there, bro. <laughs> you know, all the characters were still able to be amazing characters and capture the story really well, even without the technology. Whereas in the sequels, even though they have the really good technology, I don't know. I'm struggling to think of a they non-human were, they were very character. Safe. The mm-hmm. Ice Wolves. Also, oh, I will oh, say, yeah, yeah. those were cool. Those were awesome. Yeah. No, um, one of the things that um, you really just have to remember between the sequels and, and the, or actually between even the original trilogy uh, on and the prequels was once the Empire was founded, they suppressed every other culture. They only wanted their it's culture. It's an allegory for the Nazis. Yeah, but... In the prequels and stuff, you see the gun gang culture. You see the Genosian mm, culture. True. You see all these other cultures. You're getting to look into how these uh, different cultures throughout and space societies are, worked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they were all like suppressed and wiped away as soon as the Empire rose. And even during the era of the First Order, you don't get to see those as much because the humans were sort of what the Aryan race was in World mm-hmm. War II. They were the people who were allowed to freely 
go about their and way express to express yeah. themselves to do whatever because well, it was they perceived want. to be correct. Yeah, which is which the is why terrible you thing. get most of your aliens on the uh, rebellion. Re- rebellion or the resistance side, yeah. uh, and I think that's why we don't see things like large groups of Gungans uh, in the sequels, yeah, in the sequels yeah. or the original They trilogy. were all suppressed or we the, see... the Empire had believed that like the humans yeah. were like the yeah. best yeah. race Or they were forced to be mixed with all the other ones. Yeah. Like or we Maz see people like living board. in the trees because they the ground is too safe. The ground is too unsafe. Yeah. You uh, freaking love Ewoks. Ewoks are great. Ewoks are great. <laughs> um, but you, again, get the we don't get the really get like, of what I can remember, we don't really get any of those throughout any of the sequels because you don't have uh the the freedoms that they had in their universe yeah by that point mm-hmm. That's everything true. had just been agree. so beaten down after not one not two but three consecutive wars yeah that's yeah. You have yeah. the Clone Wars, you have the Galactic Civil War, and then you have the war between the resistance and Order sixty six. <laughs> the first order. Yeah. <laughs> and after all that, I mean, why would you come out of your hole if everybody else is telling you to stay down? That's, well, yeah, and well, that's you only get this many, this large of group of aliens, and they decided to join the resistance. It brings up a rebellion. conversation about like personal freedoms. Like, yeah. like if you are given this much space by someone to do something, and you, you as a person cannot function because of it. How are you going to react? How are you going to respond? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Naturally, you're going to become a tiny guy who only speaks. Who speaks all languages and can make your C-3PO speak the dark side of the force. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, is the the greatest, he is the okay, greatest hold on, real quick, real quick. What a man. So apparently nine-year-old kid Anakin programmed Sith speak into C-3PO and, <laughs> and then locked it. <laughs> because that's the only way C-3PO that was the only programming that we know Before, about at least C-3PO yeah, got knew what I have never heard that except for he, <laughs> he's like we're chilling it dudes. could have been uh, during the time when he was under Bail Organa and when Bail Organa had his memory wiped and, and oh, you that well that's just his memory not like all of also but who's to say that he didn't do other things mind if I cut in hey guys it's Mason coming at you from the editing booth if y'all like two part series well you're in luck because this is exactly what this is. Come back next week for episode two of our Star Wars sequels, Better or Worse Than the Prequels. We decided to cut them into 45 minutes just because it was easier for us to edit and produce and easier for y'all to consume. Uh, also, we get more content. So come back next week, please. I beg you. If you like what you saw here, uh, consider subscribing on YouTube, following on any podcasting apps such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, we're on all cross platforms. So if y'all want to listen on any other platform, go do that. If you want to give us a suggestion as to what we should do next in terms of topic, email us or leave a comment down below. You can email us at pophypepodcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. And as always, I am Mason Bell, and I am signing off for Cade McRitchie, Bryson McGowan, JT and Cody Wright. And as always, stay friggin' pop-hyped.